This boy and girl are going to be well equipped when the time comes to take their places as worthy members of adult society. Aloha, y'all. This is Daniel Eisenman, the host of the Breaking Normal podcast, where my guests are all invited based on the frequency of synchronicity, all done in person, and all trailblazers and the breaking of all things normal. Okay, I just pressed record on this intro of the Breaking Normal podcast with very special guest, um, Elise and Earhart and their daughter. They were recently kicked off the United Airlines flight for their two and a half year old daughter not wearing their mask properly. And I'm gonna tell more about how I ended up there on, in their house on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day to film what you're about to listen to. But I'm gonna first do this intro live at a Motel 6 by myself, home alone, on Facebook Live. And um, as a recap of how, how did I end up at this Motel 6? on Christmas Day alone. And when I say alone, I don't want to be, I'm not complaining. This is pretty, pretty special in an obviously divine way. I'm, I don't know how to describe it in words yet. I'm hope, uh, my, my trust is by recording this podcast, it will help. Um, but it feels good in my body. I'm here with my dog, Araya, as well. She's hard chilling. And that's one of the reasons I'm at Motel 6. My phone pretty much died today on my drive back down from the house of the family up there in the mountains. And um, I did know one thing that, it, I, where do I begin, where do I end? I uh, basically know it's easy to check into a Motel 6 with a dog. And like, I, I like Motel 6s. I've had a lot of weird experiences. They're not for everybody. I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily recommend them, but I do like them for myself, especially traveling with a pit bull. I'll say that. I think that's a big advantage. And all of a sudden, I just spent 50 days straight with my uh, daughter, like on daddy duty. Um, and we had like Christmas pretty much every day <laughs> leading up to this point. And I dropped her off with Mama Bear for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and, and a probably about 12 more days after and here i am at a motel six home alone on christmas which is so breaking normal for me because i live in such a community type of lifestyle and this is an interesting place i find myself <laughs> so i want to explain how i got here and how this beautiful family that i spent christmas eve and christmas day got me there Basically, um, and y'all there watching on Facebook Live, I'm curious, did y'all see the viral video of the family that got kicked off the United Airlines flight because their two and a half year old daughter didn't wear their mask properly? Well, when I, a lot of people sent me this video on Instagram and I immediately video messaged them. I'm like, what, is this even real? Oh my goodness, tell me more. Um, and I told them about the Ohm Daddy and like, Man, we have a lot to probably relate about, and I would like to get you on the Breaking World podcast. And she so happened to reply to me on Christmas Eve, and I had just arrived in Colorado the day before that, and I wasn't sure how long I was going to be here. And so I borrowed my my truck, my SUV is actually in the shop, and so I borrowed my roommate's uh, Matt's truck, and he has a very Breaking Normal key 
it's like broken in half literally <laughs> you have to like stick the metal part in and then you stick the fob in and then you have to like twist it right so when i arrived at their house late last night on christmas eve like a little later than i scheduled to fit this interview in quickly um i realized i'm like missing the metal part of that key so i'm like well before we begin this interview can i um see if i can find the metal part of my key <laughs> and that turned into about an hour plus long like oh my gosh is this guy that just arrived at our house that we really don't even know much about, except probably like a feeling in our hearts. Is he like potentially stuck here on Christmas day? And sure enough, that became the reality quite quickly. <laughs> and they had uh, another family there um, and they for sure enough visited. So our interview got, um, it was a quick interview. It was the fastest interview ever for the Breaking Normal podcast because partly about an hour or more of our scheduled time for the interview was searched, losting for this, like this lost Breaking Normal key, which we did not find, which led me to end up spending the night with not only this beautiful family that I interviewed, but their daughter and another couple that they're currently residing with and their two children. Like they ended up with me on Christmas morning, like Two of those beautiful girls, they're like the hybrid of Davina. They're like two and four years old, like sitting in my lap eating blueberries and sharing Christmas Day with while watching Home Alone on the big screen. And everyone wondering, like, how are you going to get out of here? You can't find your key of your friend's truck that you're borrowing. Uh, my friend Matt, by the way, who's created the Alchemist brand, and he had like one of his this new prototype of uh, bottles of his CBD that's called Keep Calm and Carry On sitting in his cup holder. And when I realized, I'm like, I just ended up, like I, I had feelings of like, oh my gosh, am I intruding? Like, this is so ridiculous. All of a sudden I have just stuck myself in this family's house on Christmas Eve and Christmas morning with their family and their kids. Um, is this really happening? to being like, yeah, it is really happening. And it's really amazing that it's happening. And that this, what you thought was going to be like an hour long podcast turned into like a 15 hour breaking normal experience that was way beyond words that I'm so thankful for. And I'm so thankful that y'all be able to hear their story about this experience of getting kicked off. And I'm not, I'm still unclear if they got banned or not. Um, but what I do want to say is that, um, I'm going to invite them to leave their own outro of the podcast because our interview was quite tight. It was quite tight, but our experience was very full. And I just left that and I just left their place. My phone died and I got this new key for my roommate's truck. And now here I am just checked into this Motel 6 because I asked them, I actually asked the Motel 6 people, I'm like, can I charge my phone here? I need to, because I had texted some people about what I'm doing tonight and um, they had no charger for me. So I, I'm like, do I have to rent a room to charge my phone? And I'm like, that's a cool, okay, that's cool. And that's breaking normal enough. So here I am and I'm pretty happy I'm here. I've had like a really great time since I've been here. Um, I'm curious if anyone else likes Motel 6. <laughs> How many? There were seven minutes into an intro. That's pretty deep. Um, another thing I'll say is that it's gotten me through this like really heart-led experience that I'm not even sure why I'm doing what I'm doing, but I know it has something to do with this project, Tribe Vitamins. As I finally, when I got back to Colorado, I finally got to try the prototype of the Tribe Vitamin Bison Heart 
version. Uh, these, the bison liver, if you're on Facebook Live, you'll see the, vision, the visuals of this bottle that I'm holding. This is what was pitched on the Kickstarter that we hit at 11.11, November 11th, basically, at 11.11 a.m. at 111%. And we basically just shipped out all the bottles for people that ordered the bison liver. And I've gotten crazy results, um, especially from a lot of people that I know. Like my mom is so... My mom like is like testifying about her experience with the bison liver, and I was and I was just telling her before I started this podcast, wait till you try the bison heart, and I feel like I've really got to feel a lot of my heart lately, and I uh, in a really beautiful way, and I think I'm very happy to have this with me. Um, and I want to say before I transition to the interview with this beautiful couple about their experience on the United Airlines and how their video went so viral and what that's meant for their personal lives and how we ended up linking up. They're awesome. They're amazing. They're so breaking normal. Um, it seems like they came from a communist type of background and in a very breaking normal way, like Elise was doing these Olympic type of um, competitions where they would cross-country ski and carry rifles and it was like a, a cross-country skiing race with a shooting race and then like, it became into the bodybuilding world and then they ran a um, wedding videography business together which is what my brother and sister do and have this beautiful daughter and this crazy the crazy suspicion about the mask and what it means, like the mass tricks of the matrix and what it means for our current day and age and what they escaped, like this communist culture they escaped from. And then all of a sudden it becoming so real in such a short period of time of what they thought was like the land of the free. Um, I get to talk to them about that a little bit. And that was on Christmas Eve. And that was in the, the midst of the chaos of realizing like, dude, is this guy going to like not know how to leave after this? quick interview and sure enough I didn't leave um, I did find a locksmith today and they were able to make the key for the truck and um, and here I am and I'm excited to continue this breaking normal journey um, not only for myself but all the people that join on this like I got to deliver a few bison liver bottles to my friend Sharon the other day at a bison farm in Georgia and she was telling me how much she's listened to so many of my podcasts and it became so much more apparent why I love doing this because it's something that comes like easy. When I when I put time to it, when I create the space, when I put the headphones on, when I am committing to communicating through this medium, it feels very graceful for me. And because I think I'm in that space and if y'all are tuning in, you're probably going to feel that too. And I trust this will serve you to live like that more synergistic, serendipitous, graceful, breaking normal lifestyle, not necessarily fitting in the herd, not necessarily needing fences or rules or authorities, but being able to um, live inside out and be guided by something bigger than just you that comes more from within than from, from culture. And realizing that culture is always changing and that we're the ones that are doing it. So let's do it in an awesome way on purpose. But thank you for joining this journey with me. And I trust this podcast with this family and 
will inspire you to not just fall into groupthink when we can consciously choose heart sync instead. Let me look at the um, Facebook comments real quickly to see if anything I want to include in this podcast intro. Do you ship these vitamins to Peru? Hmm. Great question. Let me ask. Let me ask. Yeah, I've, I've got to create the supply chain on this whole thing because really there was a part of me when I thought I was doing this tribe vitamins, which has become like a movement of remembering that before there were fences, before there were pharmacies, fertilizers, farmers, there was medicine. And the people that thrived on this land at that time, some of the medicine I think that was the most obvious was the organ meats of the national mammal that were roaming up to 40 million at one point, from my understanding, um, their liver and their heart. Not only for human beings, that's a thing that is... Um, apparently found in more of the wild, like wolf packs, if they take them on bison, the alpha takes the liver and heart first, or lion prides, or a shark goes to the liver first. And these things are loaded with um, all the buzzword vitamins, like variety of B vitamins, uh, iron, um, a unique combination of zinc and copper, um, a lot of vitamin A, which is also known as retinol, it was just also the most bioavailable form of that. And um, I have now a lot of people have tried them and it seems to work with what they want work on. Like my mom is convinced like her blood pressure and energy have completely shifted because of this amongst many other things. I've noticed my nails like growing kind of crazy and definitely feeling an energy that's like grounded and sustained and like um, supported from many angles, like the bison that travels in the herd. But tribevitamins.com, you can check that out right now, especially mobile version. It somewhat tells the story like 90 plus percent. We are completely in go startup way, but it's a very exciting launch. And we're, I feel like the bison really want to roam free and they're calling me and you can learn more of this story about that. And we have a unique supply of wild elk liver coming out um, available in mid-January. So it's interesting how this breaking normal path has brought me into the dietary supplement space, especially considering my dad's been a pharmacist for over 40 years, my mom a nurse for over 30. And because all the health retreats I've been a part of for over the decade, I've been surrounded by people that in this space and now to just find myself diving um, bison heart first, like just like the Avatar. <laughs> Have y'all watched that cartoon? That's one of my favorites that for Davina and I. Anywho, I'm a total believer in this, and um, it's been a very dynamic, demanding, fulfilling, supportive journey. And I'm so happy for all the people that are like getting results from this first batch that were sent out from the Kickstarter. And if you want to be included in the next batch, go to tribevitamins.com. And check that out. And then for the my CB, the, my friend's Matt's truck who I borrowed that got me to stay the night with his beautiful family you're about to hear more from, um, the Alchemist. I'll put all this in the show notes, but that bottle of Keep Calm, Carry On and being able to share that with the family. And I, got to, I, gift, I gifted a Viome kit to Elise, so I'm excited to hear about her experiences with that where she can test her poop and blood to get a gauge on her like... DNA age and a list of foods that are good for her specifically and a list of foods to avoid. Um, I gifted one of hers. And there is a Breaking Normal 
link for that. I believe if you go to Viome.com, oh, I'll put that in the show notes as well, but you, you should find the cheapest version of that. And this is just an oppor- a great opportunity to celebrate all these gifts in my life on Christmas Day. I'm super thankful. Um, seeing some cool comments coming in the Facebook Live. And if you ever want to check out that full video, I'll probably go ahead and turn the podcast off and transition to the interview. 15 minutes in. Woo! This is a unique one. Keep breaking normal, y'all. Meet Elise and Earhart. Aloha, y'all. All right. This is definitely one of the most breaking normal moments of my life right now, actually. <laughs> I just flew into Colorado late last night. I've been with Davina, the own baby, for over 50 days straight while Mama Bear was overseas. And I dropped her off for Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve right now. Yes, yes. it is. Um, I'm in Breckenridge, Colorado. I am here with Elise and Earhart. Yep. yep. Um, I got to know about them because about three weeks ago, it would maybe you'll know the exact date probably. Do you all know the exact date? Uh, December 11th. I don't remember, yeah. December 11th, okay. And here we are, December 24th now. Right. Okay. I saw this crazy viral Instagram video that so many people were tagging me in, probably because y'all have a, uh, a child, Davina's age, a little younger, and y'all are going through this situation where it's, that I saw was you were getting kicked off your flight right before it took off because your two-and-a-half-year-old daughter was not wearing her mask properly. And a lot of people know I've been talking about the mask tricks of the Matrix since the beginning of 2020. And I think something to do with, like, wow, this family is going viral because something that's going on with their baby. Like, have you heard about these people? Someone even suggested that I interviewed y'all. So immediately I sent y'all some messages and like, oh my gosh, is this real? Like, what is this? Am I, what is going on here? I want to know the details. And you're in Colorado. Maybe we'll meet up one day. It so happened I got a response from you the day I'm back in Colorado before I'm about to take off How again. Crazy. And I'm like, I'll just drive up right now and interview you. Um, I borrowed my friend Matt's truck, who, <laughs> who I live with, and he's been on many of my podcasts. And um, this... I'm quite flustered right now because, Matt, I don't know where your key is. I, you have this wacky-ass breaking normal key. It's literally a key broken in two parts. And the skinny silver part, I realized right when I pulled up here, I'm like, wait a minute, I can't find it. So I've just spent like the last 50 minutes panicking a little bit trying to find it. I'm like, wait a minute. I bet I'm feeling somewhat flustered like you must have felt, like y'all must have felt at the, the Denver airport. Yep. Can you, who wants to tell us, can like, as someone that may have just saw the glimpse of the videos once and they're like, what really happened there? Can you explain, or someone that hasn't seen the video at all, can you explain what happened? I'll start in the beginning. I mean, first we are um, premier silver members with United. So we have flown with United a ton, like a lot. That's all we fly. So we're very familiar with United. Um, We've flown a lot during the pandemic too. Um, we do love to travel, but also it's just part of our job, you know, being um, remote and working off of social media. We do have people all around the country. So it's kind of almost required for our job. And we're also wedding videographers and we have flown for that too, a lot. So it's required for us, for our jobs to fly. And um, we have taken our two-year-old with us uh, a couple times, I think like three times during the pandemic. Also, all of our families on the on the East Coast. And, you know, she's the only grandchild. So this is their only way of seeing her. So obviously we're going to fly with her. And um, we had just flown with her a month ago. No problems. Um, They have never told us to put a mask on her. Also, when we go to public places like 
a city market or, I mean, literally anywhere. Nobody has ever required a two-year-old toddler to put on a mask. So like that just wasn't even coming to our mind. Like that's not even something that like was a reality for us. So when we got on the plane and the flight attendant asked, how old is she? Like first, first question. No, like, how are you? What's going on? Nothing. Just how old is she? And we were like, she's two. And then she told us that she had to wear a mask and we kind of laughed it off. I mean, I laughed it off. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to try putting it on her. I mean, she's not going to wear it. I straight up told her that like she's two. Have you tried putting a mask on a two year old? And she just like straight up like serious face. She was just like, she was just like, no, she's going to have to wear it like very seriously. So we're like, oh crap, like we really got to get to New York. Like, do we want, do we want to make a scene right now? No, let's just take the mask. So we're like, all right, well, can you give us a mask? Cause we don't have one. So she provided us with a mask. We went to go sit down and within like 10 minutes, um, the supervisor comes up to us. It's the first time he's like, we're going to have to ask you guys to get off the plane. And we're both just like, <laughs> like, what? what are you talking about? Like you see us trying to put a mask on our daughter and he actually doesn't say anything like no response just walks away. So we're like, okay, cool. We're good. Like, you know, we're good to go. Like, we'll just try our best. You know, she's two. I mean, I don't know. We'll just kind of pretend that she's wearing a mask or, or turn her face away to the window. You know, like that was our, our that was our thought process. Like it's never been a problem. And then, um, the pilot came on the radio and he said, we have a customer issue and it's going to take about 10 to 15 minutes. And actually that's when he just turns to me and he's like, pull out your phone, you know, like take out the camera. Cause it's going down. Like he, he knew, he knew that we weren't going to get off that plane or that we weren't going to take off on that plane. Um, so that's actually when I pulled out my phone and then the supervisor came and he just asked us one more time, we're going to ask you to, you know, get off the plane And then the rest is history. You know, we got off the plane and I just kept recording the whole thing. And then I, I put it together, put some subtitles on, (laughs) posted it and it went freaking viral. I mean, like within hours and it's just, it's been so cool to see all the support. Like it's been, you know, I feel like this past year we've kind of lost hope almost like, you know, just things just keep getting worse and worse. And how far are we going to go with this? And then when all of this happened, I saw so much support and like literally I messaged you today, like a week after everything happened because I'm still going through DMs. Like literally every day I spend like hours just checking the DMs from like last week. So when I say it's been so cool to see support, yeah, there's been a ton of haters and bot accounts and, and you know, getting threatened to get my Instagram deleted, but the support has been crazy. So I'm just thinking, man, like most people, hopefully, most people hopefully are thinking there's something wrong here. Yeah. I mean, this is such a relevant conversation, especially for the breaking normal podcast. And you probably may have seen from my stories yesterday of me flying with my daughter. I was actually surprised what was going on there. They, um, first of all, yeah. I'm like, what do you mean she has to wear a mask? That's pretty wild. But considering my situations and having all kinds of agreements to get her to her daughter before Christmas Eve, I was aiming to abide. I'm like, I'm yeah. just going to play the game of the Matrix. I'm using their planes. I'm using their money. I'm going to yeah. do this in the best way possible. Yeah. But one of the weirdest things with this whole <laughs> rules are that my understanding is you don't need to be wearing your mask if you're eating or drinking. Yeah. And, and Which we, we were stupid to not think of that, right? <laughs> well, it's just it's stupid <laughs> that that's a rule, first of all, I'm going to yeah. say. I'm just going to be bold and say that. Because when I, I flew Delta like a few a while ago, and, they just, and I love, out of all airlines, Delta seems pretty cool. 
but they're serving what I consider a poisonous food, like toxic food. Let's just say something that would be yeah. not to eat much of at all. Yeah. I, I don't allow myself or my daughter to eat that. Those whatever are in those yeah, bags labeled as chips or crackers. Sure. And I'm like, so I got to eat this toxic, this poison in order to breathe the air I want to breathe. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I think there's, there's many red flags going off in a lot of people's minds right now. And I mentioned yesterday that, like, my grandparents survived the Holocaust by not listening to authorities. That's the reason I'm here. And some people may think that's extreme. Like, that, why would you bring that up? That's not the same thing as this. Well, I, I don't know. I'm not sure how crazy this is getting. Um, they, they actually accused of us not drinking our water and eating our food fast enough and really asked me, is this going to be an issue? Like really, like uh, getting in my face, like when the flight attendant, like, and I was like, "Are you?" <laughs> and I was like, "What if I have a condition? Because I do have a condition, and it's called me being a human, and I breathe the oxygen and have lungs." And she's just like, "You, you checked your box, and is this going to be an issue?" And I, and I'm like, "Here, there with my daughter. I'm like, and dog, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, no, it's not going to be an issue." So I would love to hear it from you too, like what this is bringing up for you, and what that day was like for you to compare to now. Oh man, I mean. This, this whole year has just been, like, I, I said it from the beginning, like, right now we are truly seeing, um, like, a, a fight between good and evil. Like, it's not about, like, politics anymore. It's not about a mass. Like, it's, in my opinion, like, it, it's, it's so much deeper than all of that, right? Like, it's literally good versus evil, no matter how, like, how you want to look at it. So, just, like, power has been... It's like shifted into the wrong hands, right? And I don't know, man. Like it's it, it's so scary seeing like where where we're going with this, right? Like wh when is this going to end? How is this going to end? Who knows, right? Like it, it's it's so so scary. Like especially having her and just like planning for for the future of like having more kids and, and just doing more things. It's like wh what is that? What is the world going to look like in five years? It's happening fast. I mean, I, I, my, one of the just the start or stark contrast to look at is a, a year ago, if I walked into a liquor store or a bank with a mask on, I better, I would be expected to get in big trouble quickly, like potentially violent trouble, like taken down. And now it's getting to the point where if I don't do that, I'm getting harassed or threatened for something like that to happen. Mm. And how did that happen within one year? And I mean, I think it's a lot to do with the power of media and how ideas can like I, what travels faster than a bullet a virus what travels faster than a virus an idea now we have this like idea creating machine that can go viral at any time and now it's being filtered and controlled mm -hmm. by certain people and i agree i'm 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 paying attention and i'm aiming not to come from a place of fear or be scared but to really be sharp and discerning mm -hmm. and to make sure that I am not falling for the plot of something evil. Yeah. I, yeah. If y'all have anything else to expound upon that. I mean, I'm also curious about like how, do you know how viral this video went? I mean, that's crazy. It sounds like you have, app, because I have that, the Ohm Daddy video when I first uploaded that. What it was, was it? What was that? Oh, it was, um, my daughter was screaming, like crying, and I, um, and, and she fell asleep in 42 seconds, like in 30 seconds. But that 42 second clip got, uploaded like a million views per hour i mean it got viewed about a million million views per hour for about 24 hours mm -hmm. and then like all the news channels just took it so now it's been like hundreds of millions of views but oh, more I scattered 
Um, and that's that's been a life changing event for me. Yeah, so I'm kind of curious, yeah. what does this video going as viral oh. as has it gone mean for y'all? Well, since we're on a podcast and not like a six minute little interview, you know, that all these news, news channels have been doing and they've been asking the questions and I can't really say everything that I want to say. So um, I, I'm like, I'm glad that you're asking. And honestly, <laughs> we've been very frustrated with everything that's going on. You know, like we've, we've been the people that are like frustrated and want to stand up for the truth. And I've been talking about this. I mean, even um, like I have a lot of girlfriends. I feel like everyone I surround myself with thinks this way, you know, like they're thinking deeper. They're looking beyond the curtain of like what's really going on and not going along with the script. And um, when I called my girlfriend who actually lives in uh, Morrison, she was like, you know, you've been like the one friend who's been saying that she wants to do something. Like this entire time, because that's I've literally been saying this. I'm like, I'm a videographer. We need to create a video <laughs> that needs to go viral. <laughs> and I thought we'd be creating that. Like, I didn't think any of this would happen. And um, so when that happened and they kicked us off, I literally like I was I was crying because I really wanted to go to New York. Like, I, I mean, I love New York with all my heart, you know, lots of beautiful memories from there. Um, but then I just said, like, they don't know who they kicked off. Like they, they don't know who they kicked off because we have been like fighting for this, praying about change. So, you know, to really expand on that question, I hope that this means change. Like I, I, I just, I hope that this happened and something will actually change because if, if this happened and we went through all this crap and dealt with all the haters and like people setting up, um, like camera crews in our house, like literally, you know, we had people here when we were on um, Hannity. And so going through all of this and missing our trip and it blowing up and giving us a viral video and knowing that like nothing will change is like, that can't happen. Like that, that's like my worst fear that all of this was in vain. So that's why I've been trying to say yes to a lot of things and even, you know, getting on a podcast or, or whatever it means. I've even gotten, I've even gotten messages from women who went through the same thing like actually went through the same thing, either flew or somewhere went and they got kicked out. And and when they talked about it, it kind of started to blow up the same way, but then they would get so much hate and like death threats and they were like, we couldn't do it. So like I've talked to multiple people who've gone through similar, similar situations and they literally had to like get off of social media and, and they weren't able to handle it because it, there were so many people just throwing negativity. So for us, um, the thing that we've been saying is no matter what, we're going to keep standing. And it's been hard. Like there's been every day I still get like hate messages and, and, um, bot accounts, like a ton of bot accounts that have zero followers, zero pictures. Like who are these people? Like just literally no pictures, no, no, anything, no profile picture. And just all of these accounts somehow hate commenting on all of our stuff. Like, I mean, it, it's, it's insane. So that I just, you know, to really expand your question. I want change. Well, I love the answer. And I was going to say, because the microphone's on the table, I'm realizing, uh, I love how you talk with your hands, but it's it's getting oh, yeah. a little feedback there as well. I know this is different. We're breaking normal in a lot of ways here. Uh, I, real quick, I mean, I have so many questions. First of all, how many podcasts have y'all been on since this? None. Oh, nice. This is our Breaking first. normal, yes, yes. Yep. And the bot accounts. I, mean, I got some hate on my messages yesterday, like, Oh, are you like someone accused me of like just trying to spread COVID because I was teaching my daughter that it's like if we sip on this bottle of water, 
they won't ask us about our mask as much. Yeah, I was and I, and I don't want that. her to get yeah. used to wearing it. Like, in my opinion, yeah. um, most of the communication takes place non-verbally. And most of the times mo people learn how to communicate non-verbally is at that age. Yeah. And from the eyes down, especially. And now yes. it's, yeah. barely, it's barely visible anymore. And I'm like, that's kind of scary to me of how many kids are growing up without being able to gain that level of emotional intelligence if they really are growing up in this like, mask tricks matrix thing um now but these bot accounts what, what do you what do you think they are you said i don't know what they are what do you what do you you have a hunch what they are <laughs> I, I think i think it's all ai i honestly i think zuckerberg set it up as it's all ai and it just goes on its own and literally just disseminates hate on, on the world that's my opinion i mean at this point i'm not sure i'm aiming and i most I, I trust most people are aiming to really understand what is possibly going on right now and that doesn't seem too far-fetched compared to what I see on the normal news. Yeah. Um, so going a little bit deeper than that, like I think whatever agenda is, is trying to be pushed, it's being pushed by like big corporations, obviously, because those are the ones that have the biggest impact. I mean, the, the largest workforces and, and also like air travel, right? Like if you get all the corporations to agree to one certain thing, like you're gonna move there faster, right? By them setting up these rules and regulations, and like people have to fly, right? But I don't know. It's just uh, this, this this whole thing is just when when the whole thing started, I'm like, okay, there's no way this is gonna last two or three weeks, right? Because that's what we were told in the beginning. Like this is, this is gonna last a couple of weeks and it's gonna blow over, right? Like from from the rip, if they said this is gonna last two years, you're gonna lose all your freedoms. And you're basically going to be on like house arrest. Like nobody would have fought. Like, there would have been like civil war right then and there, right? But it wasn't like that. It was just slowly like a little dribble, like drop, 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 drop. And now we're at a point where most people are so deep into it that they're not even like standing up and questioning what is what is going on anymore. Like they they have completely bought into the narrative of what's going on, right? So our situation like. Sure, we were kicked off a major airline because our daughter wouldn't comply with a, a rule that makes absolutely zero sense and is not even like beneficial for her. You know, well, I would what I mean? say it's criminal, actually. Exactly, it's criminal in my opinion to force uh, a two-year-old to block their breath away because some because what you're saying, some right. crazy virus of the mind has been slow dripped into our collective. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all it's all that fear that. Um, just has been just and people eat it up people legit eat it up and, that, and now like they think that security is going to come from the government and like protection all that stuff like n no no that's not that's not where it comes from it's pretty amazing how i uh, like i've watched this having inklings i'm like oh i guess this is a great like business move for pharmaceuticals that create vaccines and like but this can't really work and no one's going to be like really falling for this but then I see people that are really smart that I know, like there are my friends, they're doctors, they're like proudly posting about getting this vaccine that's gonna save millions of people's lives next year. And I'm not saying she's right or wrong, but my, it does seem like there's an agenda that you're, they're gonna create a vaccine that's gonna make a lot of money that might become a mandatory thing to travel. Right. This might be a good little pause. Zero liability on the, on the manufacturer's part as well. And I'll just make a little pausing note here if that's cool.
Okay, as you can tell, that um, do- that video got cut off by their big Great Dane, their young boy, the size of a little pony, started barking because their roommates, who have two children together, their current roommates, um, actually got together because they lost a key. And um, that just is one story of the many synchronicities that unfolded that night amongst us playing the Breaking Normal game on the app. And um, they had a personal question game. And then I spent Christmas morning with them until a locksmith got there to make a new key. And it's just, it's like I had such a lesson with surrender and peace. Like when I want to fight what's going on, it, it reminds me of surfing. When someone's caught in a riptide and they try to fight it, that's when it's very dangerous. If they can go with the flow and get out of it in the most graceful way possible, they might have a really beautiful, easy experience and like get, they might find a way to paddle out easier to be- bigger and better waves for a metaphor to sink our teeth into. And if you want to sink your teeth into those tribe vitamins, go ahead and do because the next episode coming out with my bison shaman is beyond mind bending and soul expanding and wow, it'll open your nostrils. Let's say that for sure. Um, I, before potentially we sell out of this next batch, this might be a good time to go get your tribe vitamins on it. Tribevitamins.com. It should work just fine on the mobile, mobile version. If it doesn't, feel free to send me a DM and definitely send a message to Elise and, um, Earhart, because that's how I got in touch with them. So if you want to get in touch with them, that might be a good start. And she did say the video message is what stuck out amongst the thousands of messages. So maybe the key to unlocking the frequency of synchronicity is with um, a form of self-acceptance through self-expression where not only are we not judging our judgments, but we're good with being ourselves out loud like a little child like a little child that doesn't even want to wear a mask, even if that means getting kicked off a flight. Come on, give it up. Much love, y'all. Stay tuned for the next episode, and please leave your review on the iTunes. I'd love to know what you think or what you didn't think. Keep breaking normal. Hey, guys. This is Casey, the producer for the Breaking Normal podcast. Just reminding you to check out the show notes, to check out the Viome link, there's also a link to Tribe Vitamins, and there's a link to the Alchemist with uh, a code for 20% off, and that code is BREAKINGNORMAL20. Like I said, all of that is in the show notes, and go check those great products out and get you some. Thanks for listening.